I, just, I sang earlier to Arthur and he burst out crying. <laughs> like, well, it was one of the worst cries I've ever heard. Like, it went right. just a normal, like, ah, he does. It was like a proper scream of mortal terror. It was, it was like, it was like I just told him that he was adopted and then stabbed his birth mother. <laughs> it was awful. Well, that's good, then. Oh, was it recording? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> Podcast Network Production. Please visit us at www.nobleasonpodcast.com for more. It's more confusing than inception. Harder than an erection. It's cooler than Andre 3000. Oh, let's get ready for sweet connection. Hello, welcome to Sweet Connection. I am your host, Kat. It's with me today. It's Jason Lewis. Jason, how are you doing? Hello. Yeah, good, thanks. How have you been this very week? Oh, I started my new job. Did you? Yeah, finally. Okay. I'm no longer unemployed. And... So can you like our Facebook page again or not yet? <laughs> Don't know yet. Because you had to not like our Facebook page because you, you didn't want to be associated with our podcast well, there's an internet on the check. interweb. There's an internet check of my name, so I had to be safe. <laughs> So they listen to the show. Probably not keeping my job, am I? You said a few tasty things over <laughs> over the months, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, my boss is Cambodian as well. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> so uh, how are you finding your new job? Yeah, good, good. A um, lot busier yeah? than I thought I would be. So Because it, it, it's a new business in the town, I've hit the ground running a lot better than I thought I would, which is good. But I was expecting nothing, but I've got something. Okay. That's all I can say. So is it weird going back to work after four weeks off? Uh, yeah, yeah, really weird. Like, because I, I, I'm, I'm in the office. I'm in Ipswich at the minute, like training. And I'm just like, oh, shit, now it's bloody hell. It's 10 o'clock and I haven't napped. <laughs> It's 10 o'clock. I can't watch Homes Under the Hammer. I'm missing that one game I bet you love shit like that. I bet you love daytime. Homes Under the Hammer. That's my favourite show. Location, location, location. Nah, I hate the the bitch who hosts that. What's her name? Kathy? Kirsty? Kirsty? We know all about Kathy's. Yeah, we do, yeah. No, but it was like Phil Spencer and Kirsty Allsop or something. I fucking hate the two of them. How about Grand Designs? I bet you love Grand Designs. I just came in my pants. (laughs) God. My favourite programme is George Clark. Um, I don't know who that is. He, he's a property guy. He does. He does George Clark's Amazing Spaces, which is like little projects, and then George Clark's From Ugly House to Lovely House. Beautiful program that is. I bet you just. I binge watched that whilst off. There's three series, about like eight episodes per series, hour long. Watch them all <coughs> with a child. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. On really the Freeview channel today, they had Holmes and the Hammer on all day. What wow. a perfect first Father's Day! And that is all you've done today. I, I watched. The, I watched. I assume that you four. haven't even seen or spoken to your actual child. You've just been watching Holmes Under the Hammer. Actually, he rolled over today for the first time. I know. I saw. So. That's good. Yeah, right? it's good. It's, yeah. it's about time to be honest. About time. He's, he's five months old. Okay. Apparently, it should be done like within the first few months. But it's a big achievement. So when do they start speaking and walking? Uh, I think around about the year mark. Okay. I don't know. Is it like I'll come back to you on that. So is it walking first or talking first, or don't you know. don't know? Uh, it, it varies. I think. I think. It, I think it's like. I think you speak first. Like. So when will you start walking? <laughs> when they invent a car that you can stand up in. <laughs> Speaking of cars, you drove an absolute tank today. <laughs> I saw you trying to park it. It was like got, it, it was like trying to park a jumbo jet. It's, I'll call it the party bus. Um, <laughs> the party I'm driving a Citroen Grand C4S. 
It's fucking massive. It's huge. It's a people seven, carrier. Seven it's a seven-seater. Basically, my company car is waiting to get all its stickers done in it to say, like, Felix Stowe and all stickers. this stuff. Stickers? What do you mean stickers? Like, it's going to be a branded what car. What do you have stickers? Oh, okay. So, and it's going to have, like, Felix Stowe all over it and stuff like that as well, which is where we live, by the way, everybody, if you want to put that in the show. Shout out to Felix Stowe. Um, and it hasn't been done yet, so I'll get it within the next month. And they said, oh, we'll get you a higher car. I made the mistake, and when they said, have you got any preference? I should have just said... Not a people carrier. <laughs> Instead, I just baby. said, as long as it's got enough. Uh, I said, I've got a baby. I said, I've got a baby. <laughs> not six one babies. Baby. Not six babies plus yeah. you for seven no. seats. No, I said, I've got one baby. They're going to be a fucking people carrier. And the thing is, this little old frail woman. So when you went to like see what car you've got, were you not just like, I don't want a people carrier. I want a convertible. Oh, well, the last time I had a higher car, this is something else. They gave me a... Uh, 19 plate 3 series BMW which is which that's is nice. pretty tasty yeah, yeah that's nice but, so I was half expecting that because it was the same company and this little old gosh she could only have been like 4 foot 5 she was tiny woman coming in the shorter office, than Laura probably about the same height Jesus uh, that is, I, I've, <laughs> I've never met anyone who's actually shorter than my fiance Laura who is 4 foot 9 uh, you got married yet no. Oh, okay. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so she came into the office and was like, I'm dropping off a car for James and Lewis. I was like, yeah, that's me. Thinking, oh, good. You know, it's not going to be a bus. She dropped it off. It's pretty much a bus. Though, she, gave me, she gave me the fob. It's not a key. It's a fob, for starters. <laughs> and uh, took me outside. I went, this is it. And I went, you haven't oh. a car. Oh, oh, you shouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. And then, because this is this my first day, so I, was, I couldn't like kick off or anything could I and then my regional manager sort of walked up the path and they just saw me and they just burst out laughing I was like great this is what I'm going to be known as now the bloody bus driver (laughs) so not a good first day Uh, when your regional manager walks up to you and bursts out laughing at me not a good sign whilst I'm driving a fucking bus (laughs) other than that it's actually quite a smooth ride and it's got a really nice dashboard on it and I hook my phone up and all this stuff it's just 50 feet long that's the problem (laughs) Yeah. I had five-a-side football the next day. You could fit your entire team, team in there. In. <laughs> I, I did actually put it out there. I was like, should I break take you all? But then I actually thought to myself, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So I hope, should only have it for hopefully a maximum of three weeks. Watch me have it for the next five years or something. It'll be horrendous, on it? <laughs> five years' time, I'll probably need a car like that. You're going to have five more children? No. No, I'm not. Cassandra, How many children listening. do you want to have? One. That's exactly what I keep saying to Laura. Well, can you have your one so my one has a friend not for a while oh, please. not for a good full five years oh, that'd be weird a five year old hanging out with a newborn I agree so maybe they won't hang around <sighs> I'll have to have another one then won't I yes <laughs> it's like you did so much work for the, for the first one wait I you did 30 seconds oh. you did 30 <laughs> seconds work I started joke 30 seconds work and then I believe Cassandra did all of the work up until that yeah a bloody hell was stressful <laughs> For me. So it's Father's Day. It's your first Father's Day. It's my day. first Father's Day. How does it feel being a, th- a father? It, it almost felt like another birthday. Did it? it was great. I got loads of presents. Did you? Yeah. I got... He made me a picture. Uh, Did like, he though? Was it actually him? Like or key was it... ring and all this stuff. Was it actually him or was it Well, the probably... picture was like his footprints painted as... You know, like the sun. And it has like oh, bits yeah. coming off it. His footprints with the bits coming off it. It's quite nice. You know how the sun is foot shaped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I went out for steak at Milo Carter. Oh. With my. Quite expensive. With my uncle in law, who is my child's godfather. So. Thanks for that. Well, you can have the next one. I'd probably. Oh, really? I can yeah. have the next one. Can I. Can, when you have a child, can I be the godfather? I don't believe in God, so we probably won't be having godparents. Oh, go on. 
Oh, you got to find well, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah find or it. if you want to get a half Christian like we're doing, I think they're called guide parents. Guide parents? Yeah. But we're just called the godparents. What is a half christening? You know, it's not... They only dunk we're not the dunking baby it. in the water. No, we're not dunking You're the not baby. You're not dunking we're, it. So, basically, it means that he's not always attached to the church. So, when he grows up, if he wants to be attached to the church, he can be. That's, Are you coming still to the christening? Yes, we will be. Yeah. In the seven years between now and the christening, <laughs> it's quite a while away, isn't it? Yeah, it's never... It <laughs> you sent out the fucking invites about 40 years before the christening. Yeah, before the... Before, so we, the, before so we, you met Cassandra. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get like a sort of live broadcast. Maybe uh, if I bring a few microphones. We'll record the show there. We'll record the show there. That'd be good. Yeah. Whilst the vicar's talking, we'll be I like, fucking hate God. Never believed in the cunt. Boom! Where's the ghosts? <laughs> Where's Kathy? <laughs> Oh, that knobhead. Anyway, what have you been up to this week? We've been selling stuff. I've been selling more stuff than you've been selling, mate, this week. We bought last week a new fireplace and Ooh. several accessories. Electric fireplace. Or Electric, yes, electric fireplace. With so surround. We, yes. So we had to sell the old fireplace and we yeah. also bought some new garden furniture so we had to sell the old garden furniture. Wow. Selling stuff on Facebook's weird, isn't oh, it? Oh, I just sold my car, actually. My, my, on Facebook? My normal... Uh, how many messages did you get? I bet you oh, got loads 50, of messages. I bet you got fifty five because I kept getting phone calls as well, which is really that's, that's even worse. Yeah. For this one fireplace, I got like sixteen people message me within about two hours. I have never talked so much about fires in my life. <laughs> what I like is is you put it up there and the first question you get is, is this still available? Yes, I only put it up three <laughs> fucking minutes ago, mate. Is this still available and will you take £5 off the asking yeah. price? No, I sold it yesterday, but I thought I'd put it up today. So many people messaged me. It was so dory. But we did sell it. Uh, we um, sold it to the most working class woman you've ever seen in your life. Oh, yeah. She made me look middle class, right? <laughs> I'm a proud working class man and I felt fucking positively upper class. <laughs> she had about three teeth. Oh, Tally-ho! She was fagging it oh. with a cigarette. That means cigarette, by the way, not fags as in like a uh, homophobic slur. She was having a cigarette there. <laughs> Just so people not listening in the UK who are unaware what the term fagging it means. That could be misconstrued. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bigger Hour. She was fagging it and she was like, yeah, yeah, this is this is really good. Yeah, it's a nice fire. That'll keep my kids warm this winter. How much do you want for it? And I was like, £20. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, here it is. So I probably could have got away with more than that. But then it's... £100. 100 yen. Actually, no, because that would be about 40p. But uh, then it didn't fit in her car. So that was a bit awkward. <laughs> oh, no. Then she had to phone a taxi. <laughs> we could have used your people carrier because they they phoned, <laughs> have they phoned the taxi, taxi company and said, have you got like a van or a people carrier? And they brought in this... Fucking massive fucking boat thing, boat car. It was massive, and only because like this fireplace is huge. It was a very, very, very wide and very deep. Yeah, and they only just fit in this fucking massive tank. I never would have thought of phoning a taxi. I wouldn't have thought either. But also, they they have like vans and stuff on cool. So yeah. you know, so if you if you needed to like sort of rent a van, well, move a say, fireplace, move a fireplace, you know, from one place to another. Yeah. Very quickly, you could rather than Fair play. rather than like rent a van, phone this Felix to taxi service, and then have Ford Transit and stuff. Job done. That's Fair quite play. clever. Yeah. I never knew that. I mean, that's actually a really smart business idea as well, isn't it? They should probably advertise that because I had no idea that yeah. was a thing. <laughs> so work on your fucking advertising, Felix Stowe Taxis. But also, sponsored by Felix Stowe Taxis. Is it Car Smart? Yes, it's Car Smart. I fucking love their advert. Do you ever hear it on the radio? Yeah, it's, it's so just catchy. It's one man, isn't it? As it's, well. it's really catchy. So I know exactly what <laughs> number. Car Smart. Oh, one, three, nine, four, two, seven, five, two, seven, five. Cool, Car Smart. No, it's, um, if you live in Felix Stowe and don't want to drive, it's two, seven, five. 
275. Yeah. Just call Car Smart, we'll arrive. 275. 275. They've got those two Every single one where the guy having a conversation with himself and he goes, <laughs> What are you doing this week? Oh, well, I'm going to the seafront this weekend. Oh, how are you getting there? Oh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> like he's schizophrenic. <laughs> Oh. I need to go to the mental hospital because I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I, need, I need a lift to the mental hospital. Ah, oh, well, you need Car Smart today. Car Smart, you say? Yes. On 01394 275 275. What was the number again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they probably owe us money because we've given them oh. a lot of free publicity. Oh, I think, oh, I think yeah. Car Smart, we're fucking coming for you. All right. Moving I'll, I'll on. to the rest of the show and that man. Did, you... <laughs> Did you see the news? This is, this is crazy yeah. news. Shut up. <laughs> Did you see the news? That, stop it now. First official warning of the show. Okay. Three strikes, you're out. Have you heard the news that Justin Bieber has challenged Tom Cruise to a cage fight? I have. I didn't even know they had any beef, did you? They had no beef as far as I'm aware. He just randomly challenged a man. By the way, 31 years older than him. Tom Cruise is 50. And he does his own stunts as well. I mean. He? And Justin Bieber rhymes with stunt. <laughs> It would usually be quite unfair to challenge a man 31 years older than you to a mixed martial arts fight, but Tom Cruise is, like, he is fit as a fucking fiddle. He would decimate Justin Bieber. And also, by the way, he's mental. He's actually, like, (laughs) he's a fucking nutter. He jumps on sofas. He's part of the Church of Scientology. Uh I'm not sure whether we should start beef with the Church of Scientology. (laughs) Someone said that the Earth was like a bowl of porridge. I can't remember who that is. (laughs) Who said that? It was one of these reality TV stars, I think. Did you hear that? It's not B.O.B. Because he, he is the most famous flat earther. Is he? Who's B.O.B.? He's a rapper. Oh, he, uh, airplanes. Airplanes. Um, he believes that the earth is flat. His absolute proof of that is being on a plane with a spirit level and the bubble being <laughs> in the middle. Um, As so if the, the bubble's going to have a, a curve in it. So the in-between is James Buckley suggests the world is shaped like a bowl as he weighs into flat earth debate. It was him. I th- He must be taking the piss, though. Isn't no. He, he said he spent be. a week with one and now he believes it. I think he's taking the piss. Isn't he like 45? 31. 31. Anyway, sorry. So we're talking... He is the exact age between Justin Bieber and Tom Cruise. <laughs> a fairer fight would be Tom Cruise versus where the fuck his name in is. Between the man. guy from the in-between is and Justin Bieber. Has Tom Cruise fight? responded? Um, I don't know at the moment. I, I, I said that all I saw was Tom as like Justin Bieber challenges him. Justin, no, he hasn't responded. Good, because he is a fifty-six-year-old man. He doesn't have to respond to <laughs> Justin Bieber. 17... Backtracks and says he wasn't serious about fighting Tom Cruise. Was he though? I don't know. Who would win that fight though? Do you reckon? I think Justin Bieber's going for some shit at the minute. Isn't he? I think he is shit at the moment. <laughs> I think Who would he win? Tom shit. Cruise? Can Justin Bieber even throw a punch? I don't think he can. He can spit on kids. So but... I think that he thinks he's hard because yeah. I've seen a clip. A bit like you, pretty much. Yeah. Except that, you know, I'm a I'm a little bit tougher than Justin. <laughs> Bieber. Apart from like you play rugby, so you are hard. My cock's hard as nails. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? I'm definitely going to edit that. The one out. you go through like 15 blow up dolls a week. <laughs> It's single use only, isn't it? <laughs> it's like a condom. Use one, throw it away. What is? You start and then it just goes <laughs> along the room. Have to chase it. It's flying across the room, leaking my spunk, get, getting it everywhere. It's like a sprinkler. It's just <laughs> it's like that water gun. <laughs> oh, it's and back. Laura, and Laura opened the door, and there's me trying to trying to use a mop to get a blow up doll from the top Whilst of the lampshade. Blow up doll just sort of fizzing around the room. What are we talking about? Uh, Justin Tom Bieber and Justin Bieber. Were we shagging in the octagon? Yeah. Sure, it would be a good fight to see. Look, Justin Bieber versus Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Mr. Blobby would fucking decimate yeah. him. 
he would smother him. And he could tap out for a Teletubby. <laughs> I think that he thinks he's hard because I've seen a clip where he is walking to get into a car and he's in London. Oh, that and was years ago, wasn't it? Some paparazzi guy, like some big fucking bruiser paparazzi guy calls him a twat. And then he then tries to swing for him and is held back yeah. by a security guard. Like this like seven stone is, seven is, stone dripping wet. Is, yeah, dripping wet is trying to take on this absolute thug paparazzi <laughs> man. And he thinks it's, it's like, really? But also, he is surrounded by a pretty toxic group of people. Yeah. It's everyone trying to... to oh, like Oprah. Well, yeah. It's a lot of unsavoury characters trying to get into his inner circle. Yeah. Anyway, for the Speaking part... of Justin Bieber. Fucking hell, Jason. <laughs> dealing with uh, got paparazzi. Oh, what? So you... Go on. Speaking of <laughs> Justin serious? Bieber, like, dealing with paparazzi. Yeah. How have you dealt with the paparazzi since we've gone viral? Oh... Basically, I've had big sweaty men trying to break into my house. Yeah, but that's every day. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, it's no different. <laughs> Can I move on to the next topic, please? Without you interrupting about Justin Bieber. Since Friday, it's quite hot, since Friday, <laughs> Theresa May resigned. We officially have no prime minister. There is a conservative leadership race. Yes. Have you been paying attention? I have actually. Okay. I'm quite what do you think? Also, it's weird that since Friday. We've had no prime minister, <laughs> and no, everything appears to be okay. We're all can't, right. Can't we just go on with having no <laughs> prime minister? Um, well, Boris Johnson is a clear front runner, yes. which I don't understand how people can just look at Boris Johnson and think, "Yeah, he's a cool guy." The guy's a fucking idiot. He's a flophead. Out of all of them, my favourite one is Rory Stewart. I quite like him. My father-in-law has been taught to me. He's a lot your about favourite him. conservative. I don't have a favourite conservative, Jason. It's like asking what sort of disease you're dying from, yeah. really, isn't it? But. <laughs> Rory Stewart seems quite cool, but he was he I've never heard just of him. scraped through. He's a weird-looking guy. Only a mother could love him. Out of all of them, it's just it, like I said, it's asking what disease you want to die from. It's so the top three front runners, obviously Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson who can't walk in a straight line, Michael Gove who does coke on the reg, apparently, Jeremy Hunt who's a rhymes with Hunt. Yeah, he is. I made that joke twice now. It doesn't matter. He is. He is the worst person, Jeremy Hunt. I was around someone's house the other day, evaluating it, and they worked for the NHS, and they talk about this, and they went, "We cannot have that fucking Jeremy fucking cunt in Hunt." I was like, "Whoa, all right." So, look, when you work for the NHS, you will understand how much you hate Jeremy Hunt. I was like, "I don't need to work for the NHS to know how much of a bell end he is." <laughs> and have you seen how the way Michael Gove drinks water? No, we can't have that man running the country. <laughs> he just the way he drinks water. Remember, we looked at Trump trying to drink water. Yeah, this is worse. With both hands. Michael Gove. I just need to put D and it comes up with drinking water. <laughs> okay. He goes like this. He gets all his lips around He's got it. weird lips, isn't he? Yeah, look at the fucking state of this <laughs> crackhead. Oh my God. <laughs> He's probably getting his big old bloody mouth lips. Mouth lips. Mouth lips. As opposed to arse lips. It's just a oh. nut already. It's like he's given that glass a blowjob. <laughs> that is essentially <laughs> is, what he's doing. At least he's not doing it. If he'd done that like Trump two-handed, then we've got problems. But we've still got problems anyway. <laughs> he said this week that he did cocaine when he was younger. I'm actually fine with him saying that. I believe every single politician has done cocaine at some point. I'm pretty sure they still do it. Let's be Absolutely. Honest. The stress of that job. So it's very, it's very ironic how there's like some people saying he shouldn't be in the leadership race because of that. When, yeah. if you got everyone out of the race who had done cocaine, did you not think Boris Johnson has not done cocaine before? He's done... Genuinely? He's, he's really? He's done some shit now, doesn't he? Exactly. That explains a lot of his actions. And I think he's like a serial adulter as well. Or someone is. Like, I won't listen. You know, it's like we spoke about they all last like, week, weren't it? Was he Tony Blair? Like, brought in the drugs, didn't he? They all slap women's asses and they all yeah. like touchy-feely because they're just, they're, they're just old, creepy, powerful men. Yeah. And they get off by touching women inappropriately and they're just bad people. See, if he becomes Prime Minister, I think Boris Johnson's going to try and motorboat the Queen. 
Come here, Liz. Imagine how saggy the Queen's tits are. Oh, you leave her alone. Oh, yeah. Mr. Royalist over there. <laughs> Don't be talking about the Queen's tits. Her Majesty's tits. <laughs> Magnificent tits, Your Majesty. <laughs> no, a lovely woman. Yeah, and I, I just... Who would you like to be in charge of the country, Ben? Oh, if you could have anyone... Anyone? Anyone in the country. So it's not even a, doesn't even need to be a politician. politician. Just anyone. Celebrity, your mate, your mum. Mr. Blobby. Sound. That is sound. He'll just go into the EU and just fucking try and fight everybody. <laughs> he get dra- <laughs> he get dragged out by security. Well, the problem is, if that happens, Noel Edmund's going to become like... Prime Chancellor. Minister. Yeah. You know what he's like. Christ. Oh, he's a bit right-wing, that guy. Yeah. No, no it's, uh, it's an absolute shit show. Uh, but it's probably going to be Boris Johnson. Although I have heard that the other ones are going to try and band together to stop him. But the thing is, he has got such a grassroots support he's almost certainly going to win that is the case but also that's that's probably good for everyone else because if you have boris johnson in charge of them hopefully that means when it comes to the next election he will sink them Mm. and the other parties whomever you support will do better because you have that idiot steering the fucking titanic directly into the iceberg has it affected your work what is like all this government nothing it's no. not affecting work in the slightest. Is it affecting your work? I just get a load of people saying, I'm not going to do anything until Brexit. And then two weeks later, they change their mind because nothing's going to change. So they won't buy a house until Brexit is... They won't sell their house. Why? But... Surely you fucking sell your house now before yeah, Brexit that's... happens and yeah. before the crash happens. That's what I tell them. Are, you... Are they idiots? Like, and then they're like, oh yeah. Well, I better call my taxi today. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I don't know what's going on, to be honest with you, but I'd rather not have Boris Johnson lead the shit show. It's like getting Mr. Blobby to host. It's worse. A cooking show. <laughs> it could only end in disaster. It could only end with someone having hot water thrown in their face. Fire. As he, as he screams directly into the camera. It could only happen as the plastic suit that Mr. Blobby wears melts <laughs> as it's on fire and the guy inside gets such it, severe burns that he can't get escape. And it fuses with the guy underneath, turns into this hideous Mr. Blobby hybrid, and he becomes Blobby. <laughs> and then he gets a horror film just titled Blobby. Can't talk probably because he's inhaled so much like toxic fumes, and he does actually sound like Mr. Blobby. And he gets home that day to like see his wife, and his wife screams, and his kids run away in fear. And he's like, "I'm going to the hospital to visit him. I'm taking the kids to mum's." <laughs> and he sits there broken with a bottle of whiskey, with Noel Edmonds with his arm around his shoulder. <laughs> he's thinking, "How could my life get any worse?" And then he, oh, it could be worse. I could be fucking Boris Johnson. <laughs> and then he grabs the bottle, smashes it on the on the table, stabs Noel Edmonds through the neck, and then goes on a murderous rampage. So think of your life in that scenario. That's what life will be if Boris Johnson. That is literally going to be everybody's life. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. We know. We just we, know these we things. We know these things. Right, shall we do verses? Fight! Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Have we done that one? Mr. Blobby versus the Teletubbies. <laughs> no, but that's going to, going to save that one for the next one. Um, who do you think we're winning a fight between a Daniel Radcliffe and Danny Minogue. Does Daniel Radcliffe have any of his powers, or is he just... Uh, he's just normal actor, everyday man, Daniel Radcliffe. Well, he's versus... quite a little man as well, isn't he? He's very little. He's, five, he's a little talking five, man. Five six, yeah. He's actually shorter than I am. Danny Minogue is quite a... She looks feisty. She looks yeah, like... She looks like get... quite a bitch, love it. She'd get her fake nails, and she'd sharpen them into points. Like her stilettos. Yeah, she'd, she'd like whittle that down to a point. Pick that up. She's got her claws... She'd use her nails to sharpen the heel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She should actually put a proper scar in uh, Daniel Radcliffe's head to be like <laughs> Harry Potter. 
Uh, I, I'm going to go Danny I Rose. I think it's definitely Danny Rose. Because <laughs> she looks like a hard nut. That was uh, easy. Okay. How about Dame Judy Dench versus Dame Edna? Now let's bear in mind that Dame Edna is actually underneath it all, believe it or not, spoiler alert, a man. <gasps> no. He's a drag act. However, Dame Judy Dench, although quite small, also looks like she would chew you up and spit you out. With words. With what? With what? She'd give you a real scolding. Yeah. Would she tell off Dame Edna? Yeah. So badly that he sort just... Sort yourself out! Oh, she's the queen now, apparently. She's a queen. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dame Judy Dench will fucking... She's got her boys anyway. She hangs around with, like, Tiny Temper and all that lot. <laughs> what? Not Tiny Temper. Who's what the... are you on about? Who's Lethal Bizzle? He says Dench. Well, he's got Chloe Lane, like, with Dench. Yes. With Emmanuel Fringpong, if you remember him, who no longer plays football. Um, you have no idea who I'm on about. I, I don't know what you're um, saying, Jason. And they use Dame Judy Dench as, like, their... Model for their clothing line because it's Dench. So if I've got no idea what you're saying, the listeners haven't got any clue what you're saying. So basically, Julie Dench is quite padded with Lethal Bizzle, and I'm pretty sure Lethal Bizzle is that... knows some people that will like deal with okay. Dame Edna. Have you seen her and Lethal Bizzle in the same room? Because I think that here his, we go. I think that his tagline being Dench is. Quite a coincidence, and not in any way related to Dame Judy Dench. I'll tell you what, I fucking love this segment of the show where Jason's right. Oh, Lethal Bizzle teaches Dame Judy Dench how to rap. Oh, look, there's a video of them together. Oh, look, two million views. Yes. I bet those two million people listen to the show. But is that the reason that his tagline is Dench? Is it not just... No, no, no. Oh, look, there's Dame Judy Dench wearing his hat. They're friends, all right? All right, fine, fine, fine. Is Jason right? Oh, yes, she fucking is. What a surprise. Anyway. Okay, so saying that, that she calls up Lethal Bizzle. Lethal, I have a problem. I have a lethal problem. <laughs> LB. <laughs> Come Your fab. <laughs> Your fab. <laughs> Your boy's around here now. <laughs> I need a gun. Get me a gun. <laughs> if you need a car, call 0130 Oh, fuck. We owe them quite a lot of money, probably. No, they owe us oh, money. Yeah, anyway, yeah, so that happens. And then Lethal Biz was like, all right, James. Right, yeah. I'll sort you out, love. Cockney, any, I think. <laughs> I don't know. And then he will get his boys on Dame Edna, and then she'll be no more. Okay, God. good. Well, that certainly answered that question. Um, how about a Jack the Ripper versus Jackie Chan? Well, we don't know who Jack the Ripper is. Yes, but obviously he was. His a, name might not even be Jack. It almost certainly is not Jack. That's a very poor. I mean, like Graham. If, <laughs> Graham, Graham the Ripper. The Ripper. Doesn't have quite as, as good a ring to it, does it? So we're saying, so we're saying Jack the Ripper with a knife versus Jackie Chan, who's also an amazing fighter. Yeah, but Jackie Chan's quite old. But they're saying that Jack the Ripper's definitely dead. Almost certainly dead. <laughs> he might be. In so their then, primes. Both in their prime. You see, the thing is, he only attacked women, didn't he? He didn't, yeah. He in the dark. Did, yeah. From he, behind. He, he didn't attack a specially trained martial artist. Yeah. So, so you think if you actually picked up someone his own size, yeah. Jackie Chan would do like a sweet kick or a sweet Yeah, Jackie kick. Chan would like do some like flip He'd kick. pick up a chair and he'd, and he'd use the chair. And he'd dance around the chair, do a flip off it. And he'd pick just... up like a ladder as well yeah. and, and he'd, he'd use the ladder in a way and then he'd... Like monkey bar it. <laughs> that's exactly what he'd do. <laughs> and then do a giant spinning kick. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, that's good. Uh, last one. Who'd win a fight between uh, Tiger Woods and Bear Grylls? Let's say that Tiger Woods has got his golf club. Let's say Bear Grylls has, has got... Has bowl of piss. <laughs> <laughs> he, has a, he has a cow's stomach sack full of piss. <laughs> He's waving it around. <laughs> I must save it. I need to drink this. To be fair, if I saw Bear Grylls... 
waving around a cow bladder full of piss. I'm not even fighting him. Well, the thing is, I'm well, just gonna, I'm it'll just be a bit like seat. Popeye and spinach. He'll drink the piss. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how that fight goes. He drinks the piss. And then have like he super powers. Super human. Yeah. And then he'll just go, ah, ah. And then like all of a sudden all these animals will come and help him and he'll fucking like rip Tiger Woods to shit. And Tiger Woods goes to hit him with a club. It just he like just... bends around his head. Yeah. It's all, it's all crooked and Bear doesn't even flinch. He's, he's like, powered by piss. Bear has piss. And <laughs> just takes him out. Uh, and then yeah. he and then he slices him open and then and then goes to like camp <laughs> inside him and then goes to cat like goes goes <laughs> yeah. to shelter inside like him like he did with that camel he cuts him oh. open and then he and then he wakes out a sandstorm inside Tiger Woods <laughs> there, there we go and he's not in a sandstorm he's just in a bunker <laughs> well on that note on the note of Tiger <laughs> on that Woods, note of Barry Rose is fucking dangerous <laughs> we can end the show on that note super so we'd like to say thank you for everyone who's listening. If you and need a car, call Carsmart. They're not paying us yet, but when they do... We'll make sure they do. We'll make sure they I do. I just rubbed the mic with a pencil. So you you did. Pick that up. Edit that bit out, won't I? Probably not. Okay. Anyway, we're going to say fairly well to all the listeners. Goodbye. Ciao. So, Jason, where can you get more Sweet Connection in your life? Well, Ben, we are on Facebook at Sweet Connection Podcast, and we're also on Twitter at Sweet C underscore podcast, so you can give us a like or a follow. And you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean, so if you enjoyed the show, you can give us a rating or a review or recommend to a friend. And if you wanted to email in a topic or a question or just say hi, it's thesweetconnection at outlook.com. And if you like this show, you should definitely check out all the other amazing podcasts on the No Please Don't Network. Visit com. Massive thanks to Kip and Carlisle Lawrence for all of our jingles. Thank you for listening and catch you next time. Sweet connection.